you go into your shower feeling tired. But as soon as you reach for the Irish Spring, your day immediately gets better. That crisp, fresh, unmistakable Irish Spring scent zings your brain and awakens your senses. So when you finally emerge from the shower 37 minutes later, because you pay the water bill so you can stay in there as long as you want, you're ready to take on the day and smell great doing it. Irish Spring Body Wash and Bar Soap. Fresh, green, Irish. Shop now at a store near you. Live Nation presents Concert Week. Now through May 14th, get $25 tickets to over 5,000 shows. That's up to 75% off a summer full of your favorite artists like 21 Savage, Alanis Morissette, Cage the Elephant, Celeste Barber, Dirk Bentley, Fade, Hootie and the Blowfish, Janet Jackson, Kids Bob Kids, Megan Trainor, Bissell Pluma, Sarah McLaughlin. Get tickets to more than 5,000 summer shows for just $25. Until now through May 14th. Visit LiveNation.com slash Concert to learn more and plan your summer with Sean Paul, Sum 41, 30 Seconds to Mars, oh, and two-door cinema club. You can work from the road while turning your vehicle into a powerful high-speed data Wi-Fi hotspot with AT&T in-car Wi-Fi. On a network that covers more roads than any other carrier, connect up to 10 devices and stream conference calls. Finish up that presentation or answer last-minute emails. Go to att.com slash in-car Wi-Fi to see if you're eligible for a free trial today. Based on independent third-party data, always pay careful attention to the road and don't drive distracted. Wi-Fi hotspot intended for passenger use only when vehicle is in operation. Compatible device and vehicle required. This is Amy Brown from Four Things with Amy Brown. Today, Healthier is happening at CVS Health in more ways than you've ever seen. It's wellness destinations for seniors, including select locations with Oak Street Health and CVS Pharmacy. It's doctors, nurses, pharmacists, and everyone in between offering quality care and support virtually, in person, and on the phone. It's in-home evaluations through Signify Health and meeting mental health needs through Aetna. And those are just a few of the ways that Healthier is happening. To see more, visit cvshealth.com slash healthier happens together. CVS Pharmacy, Oak Street Health, CVS Specialty, Signify Health, and Aetna are part of CVS Health. Eligibility and services vary by location and individual. Picasso knows your vacation home is your best home. It's the place that brings family and friends together. It's where you're the best version of yourself. Picasso makes it easy to co-own a luxury vacation home in amazing locations. Listings start at 200K for one-eighth ownership. Picasso does all the work for you. Luxury furnishings, maintenance, billing, scheduling, and more. And you can resell on Picasso's marketplace anytime, historically for a 10% gain. Visit Picasso to see thousands of listings. That's P-A-C-A-S-O dot com. And now, Move the Sticks with Daniel Jeremiah and Bucky Brooks. What's up, everybody? Welcome back to Move the Sticks. DJ Bucky back together. It's been a minute, Buck. Uh, excited to be back, man. Sorry for the little extended absence there, but it is, uh, it's fun, man. We got some football to talk about now. We got real games. Well, semi-real games preseason. No, 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 no. They all, they all matter. They may not count in the standings, but they all matter because I think there's so much to glean from the little glimpses that we see of the first teamers, but really the young guys that are playing. I think you can get a feel for who is going to be ready to kind of hit the ground running when the regular season starts. All right. So here's what we're going to do on today's pod. We're going to go through uh, some of these rookies, these five rookie quarterbacks, how they played, what we saw. Buck was there for for Trevor Lawrence. So we'll kick it off there. Uh, Also some other takeaways from around the league. Um, as well as some of the stuff we haven't had a chance to connect together uh, since training camp where we went out and, and went on a tour a little bit. So uh, I know you had a chance with the guys, with, with Lance, uh, to kind of recap some stuff. But uh, I want to jump in, give you what I saw out on the road a little bit, and uh, we'll jump right in. Let's let's start with the quarterbacks. Uh, Trevor Lawrence, you were there live in person. Great job on the call, by the way. I got a chance to see a lot of that on television. <laughs> Nicely done. Buck doing his thing. Uh, how, how was it, man? One it was it was so great like being there because DJ, we always talk about the importance of seeing rookie quarterbacks or quarterbacks in general. Lot. Yeah. It was great watching them. Now I've been there the week before to watch them doing a scrimmage. So I had a feel for Trevor Lawrence's arm talent and how he was processing and getting it going. But watching him in the game, you can just feel the selfish self-assuredness, the confidence that he has. Um, you can see the composure and the poise, and you could more importantly, you could feel how his teammates reacted to him, right? So Coach Meyer still has this competition going between Trevor Lawrence and Garner Minshew. And I'm going to say this in parentheses. It's not close, but <laughs> they're having this competition that plays out. And we, as you know this, because you do the Chargers games, 
you have the production meeting the day before. Yeah. And so coming in, I had Josh Allen come in, had LaVisca Chenault come in. And when you asked them about the quarterback, they're like, oh, he's he's the deal. Yeah. He has it. He has it. Um, he has the talent. He has the ability to make things happen. And because we have him, we now have hope. I'm sure yep. it's very similar to the way the buzz is around charges can with Justin Herbert, right? Yeah. Like once you have that guy and everyone can see, oh, we got a guy. So now we need to raise our level so we can give him more chances to do what he does. That's the feeling that I got from his teammates. And then when you watched him play, I mean, he just makes big time throws. Like DJ, yeah. he makes a throw to Marvin Jones. He just buys time and he's so patient in the pocket. And then he lets it go and you're like, yep. And as I've told, uh, people within the organization down there in Jacksonville, I said, when you have a big time guy, three or four times a day, they remind you why. Yeah, they're they're different. Time. They're different. They make a play or two that you're like, oh yeah, okay, okay. That's 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 yeah. the difference between an elite guy or a guy who can be elite and, and another guy. And I think that's what Trevor displayed. So I went through and I watched all the tape of these five guys. And then I, you know, we always try and simplify things. So I try to just narrow it to two words. So like two word takeaway and, and there's a broader takeaway, but I'll give you my two words first because there was a lot of good that you mentioned in there. Some anticipation throws, which were good. Um, some big time touch throws, RPO game. You saw a little bit of that sprinkled in, but I wrote down for Trevor clock adjustment. Like he's got to speed his clock up just mm -hmm. a little bit. And that's, mm -hmm. that's natural because you think about Clemson, you, you better than everybody. You, you better than everybody you play against. Yeah. So you can sit and read and sort. Be patient. You know, patience and poise kind of go hand in hand. But sometimes you also need to kind of kick it up a little bit. So I think that'll happen as he just gets more reps playing in some of these muddy environments that he really didn't have to play a lot of at Clemson. No, he didn't. Um, he didn't have to play in muddy pockets. He didn't have to deal with rushers right on him. Maybe only once or twice, like during the year when they would play Alabama, or Ohio State, like in the playoff. Yeah where they really would feel a legitimate pass rush that could challenge him, uh, LSU in the championship game. But I think I think those observations are, are, are valid because that is the one thing. Will he hold onto the ball a little long, waiting for that big play to materialize? Yeah. Or will he get it out of his hands? I will say this, though. He's a really quick learner because yeah. he'll, give up, he'll give up a sack or he'll take a sack or two, and then the next time he faces a similar situation, he'll make the correction. And so I came out of the game saying, if I'm an offensive coach, I'm looking at this, this is his debut. I feel really good about where he is and where he wants to go. I will say some behind the scenes stuff. Urban said he talked to one of his former players who played quarterback and he asked him, what's the best thing that we can do to help him? He said, get him a running game. Interesting. Get him a running game so he doesn't have to go empty and play seven on seven run the football, take some of the pressure off of him, let him throw off play action. You do those things, he'll be able to thrive. And I thought that was really interesting that a former player, a former quarterback told him, hey, do that. That's the best way you can help him as a young guy get going. So answer me this question, Jag's bigger picture here. It would be tricky because he's on the franchise tag. But with Walker Little, who you took in the second round, who mm. you, and you've talked about him as well, but he had a great camp. He's a big athletic kid. So good, DJ. So where you are in the development process, right? You've got the rookie quarterback. You've got this new coach. Everything's kind of at the ground floor. I I don't know. It would be complicated because I don't know if any, how many teams could actually absorb the franchise number that Cam Robinson is carrying. There's not a lot of wiggle room with that. Can't you know? So, mm. but if you look at a team. You know, they won't do it with the Colts because they're in the division. But, you know, a team that has a need at left tackle, it almost to me would make sense to be like, hey, what can we, you know, what can we get for Cam Robinson? Let's put Walker Little right in there, let him play. I mean, it's just a waste for him not to be out on the field on a team that's beginning at the ground floor here. Or, I mean, I guess you could try and kick Cam inside. I don't think he's going to want to do that. But I think you're sitting on an asset if you can find the team that has the room. I have to look up the, the salary cap stuff to see mm -hmm. who has the room and the need, but. I'd at least be thinking about that. Don't you have to? Yeah. Well, look, there's a thought of they want to put the best five on the field. And so Walker Loader is one of the best five. The guy who is probably more in line to be moved around would be the right tackle, Juwan Taylor. Like yeah. the thought is maybe kicking him inside to guard, putting Walker Loader at right, 
tackle Cam Robinson at left tackle and away they go. There are some, though, that would say, Walker Little is a better left tackle than Cam Robinson will ever yeah. be. Yeah, I mean, we'll, we'll get to Cam we'll Robinson. get to that. We'll get to that. Yeah. But I'm not I'm not a yeah. fan of taking a guy who's comfortable at left and kicking him to right. I'm not. Yeah, and so there's some thought like because I think Cam Robinson played right at Alabama. I have to go all the way back and check my notes. Like he played right. I think some. he played both. Yeah. Yeah. So move him to right tackle. Move Taylor inside and remove one of the guards so they can go play. Um, yeah. I do think you talk about this is the basement of the re- rebuild, this is when you do it. Like, if you're going to do it, like make a bold move where you talk about jettison Cam Robinson on a franchise tag and see what you can get back, maybe you get back some some top picks, this is the time that you do that because everyone is – you're building it going up from, from the, ba- the basement all the way up. So might as well go ahead and do it. Put a mandate off and do it now if you're going to do it because you will be better because of it down the line. Yeah, that's interesting. Just kind of looking at where they are in the building process. Um, all right, the next quarterback, uh, Zach Wilson, watched that game with the Jets. I, I just wrote down smooth operator. Everything was just smooth. He was on time. He hung in the pocket, um, throw with anticipation, had some big third down conversions. Uh, they booted him early, but almost all of his stuff was in pocket. There was no, there was no scrambles. There was no sizzle. It was just, hey, this is the offense. This is the play call. Execute it. Get the ball where it needs to go. You know, he's really talented. And I think here's the thing. It's, it's tough for him because he's playing in the fishbowl of New York where everyone is scrutinizing everything. There was a lot of conversation about Zach Wilson's performance at a green and white scrimmage. Yeah. And I think what everyone has to understand, these quarterbacks are going to move along at different rates based on what they're surrounded by. When you're Zach Wilson, depending on what you have at your disposal, because remember, we talked about the Jets had to basically move on from Sam Donald, not necessarily all because of Sam Donald, but he didn't have enough pieces around him to play yeah. at a level that would give him a chance to fully develop. And so the same thing kind of still exists in a way. And so for Zach Wilson, as this team is gelling, as they've upgraded the offensive line, they added some people around him on the perimeter, it'll take some time for it to click. The system is one where, man, if you're average or better, you can have success. It's really a matter of the game slowing down for him so we can see the talent flourish on the grass. But I think it's just a matter of time before he kind of finds his stride as a quarterback. Yeah, you look at the upgrades that they've made, haven't had him out here the last little bit because Elijah Moore, who really has been the best player in their entire camp, you know, has been yeah, nicked man. up. He'll be, everyone, he'll be back. Everyone, everyone is all on him. Odell uh, Beckham Jr., everybody yeah. is singing his he's, praises. He's, I mean, I was out there. He was practicing. He's real. Like, he's he's real deal. Um so you've got him, who I think was their best receiver. And then you have Elijah Vera Tucker, who's just now coming back on the practice field now. So he wasn't out there the other night. But I, I, I was laughing because some people were kind of hitting Becton because you know, he's been beaten practice a little bit by Carl Lawson. And I'm like, well, first of all, Carl Lawson, if you haven't seen Carl Lawson in person, he's just a compact piece of muscle. Like he is not tall. So he is uh, like, if you're Makai Becton, that's like the, not the guy you want to see on a worst day. Matchup, worst matchup. Worst. From a leverage standpoint, Carl Lawson comes off one. Yep. He has great first step quickness, but two, because he's a low leverage player, you're so worried about the fastball that he hits you with a bull rush that can yep. set you back. And it, it makes it very, very challenging to deal with. So yes, those people who haven't seen Carl Lawson, certainly will be fooled and tricked into thinking that Makai Becton is being beat by someone who's a lesser than. Yeah. And then you get out there against the Giants, and the Giants weren't playing a lot of their guys. But it was just like – it was the same avalanche that you've seen, him, you know, mauling dudes, getting up to the second level. I'm like, yeah, he's, he's fine. And now you're going to put Barry Tuck over there. they got a chance to have a really, really uh, strong left side of that line. But I thought overall, Zach Wilson, first time out, you feel good about that. Which, by the way, I tweeted this out, little nugget, but uh, I know – uh, he's been a great blocking receiver his whole career, and they just paid him a bunch of money. And I, I don't know that Corey Davis, as the receiver Corey Davis, will live up to the the money that he just got. But you got to overpay if you want to bring in guys. So that's that's what they did. They got to get the quarterback help. But Buck, this is a preseason game, man, and he's in that Shanahan offense. You know that all the bunches, and they ask those guys to dig guys out and do stuff. I mean, he is doing dirty work in a in a preseason game as your highest paid wide receiver. I'm like, that's a good sign for him. It's probably a good sign for your culture that you're doing that kind of stuff. You go into your shower feeling tired, but as soon as you reach for the Irish spring, your day immediately gets better. 
That crisp, fresh, unmistakable Irish spring scent zings your brain and awakens your senses. So when you finally emerge from the shower 37 minutes later, because you pay the water bill so you can stay in there as long as you want, you're ready to take on the day and smell great doing it. Irish spring body wash and bar soap. Fresh, green, Irish. Shop now at a store near you. Live Nation presents Concert Week. Now through May 14th, get $25 tickets to over 5,000 shows. That's up to 75% off a summer full of your favorite artists like 21 Savage, Alanis Morissette, Cage the Elephant, Celeste Barber, Dirk Bentley, Fade, Hootie and the Blowfish, Janet Jackson, Kids Bob Kids, Megan Trainor, Bissell Puma, Sarah McLaughlin. Get tickets to more than 5,000 summer shows for just $25. Until now through May 14th. Visit LiveNation.com slash Concert to learn more and plan your summer with Sean Paul, Sum 41, 30 Seconds from Mars, oh, and two-door cinema club. What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. We're now joined by three-time NBA Sixth Man of the Year, elite bucket getter. Let's please welcome Jamal Crawford to Point Game, King of the Court one-on-one tournament. If they had it back in your prime, do you think he could have took it all? I'm going to be honest with you. I don't think I could have took it all. But I think I would have shocked a lot of people. I think Kobe and everybody in their prime, Kobe would win a one-on-one contest. Yeah, I, yeah, because you got to think, Love he's going to guard. He don't care about guarding. He's going to guard. He's going to exactly. guard. Like, you see him in the Olympics, exactly. he's going to guard. And then on I'm top of that. Like that, see that. Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Sam Cassell to Point Game. I remember you came out from crying tears. <laughs> crying tears. I mean, he was in a culture shock. He's, he's going to withdraw us about winning. Remember what I told you? I said, I said, OG, you think I can get paid and go back and play in college because it ain't it? <laughs> Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hey, this is Jody Sweeten from the podcast How Rude, Tanneritos. As a nostalgic voice from your past, I'm here to remind you that amongst the stressful and chaotic existence we live in 2024, you deserve to get away. It's time for a vacation, no matter when you're hearing this. And let me tell you how you'll get there. The 2024 Hyundai Santa Fe. Want to bring the family to the mountains with the Santa Fe's available H-Track all-wheel drive? Well, it's got standard third-row seating and available dual wireless charging pads for the kids who just want to stare at their phone and not talk to you. You know what I mean. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Are you tired of your scented cleaning products smelling and cleaning like meh? Then it's time for an upgrade with the power of Clorox Sentiva. With an uplifting scent that smells like coconut, Clorox Sentiva gives you powerful clean like Clorox, but a feeling like <sighs> being transported to a tropical island retreat. Imagine putting your phone on Do Not Disturb, tuning out all the constant... Just the feeling of warm sand in between your toes and a fruity drink in your hand. The ones with the little umbrella. Refresh your home to feel like an all-inclusive vacation by getting Clorox Sentiva. Also available in grapefruit and lavender scents at a nearby retail store. Well, because it's being demanded. It's being demanded that those guys get out there and block. I'll go all the way back to the beginning of this Shanahan system back in the mid-90s or late-90s. Ed McCaffrey and Rod Smith were going in there digging out safeties and being very, very physical to allow Terrell Davis to have big-time yards. And the more buy-in that you get in the running game from your wide receivers, the more those four- and five-yard gains have a chance to turn into 10, 15, and more yard gains. And so it is literally about the culture that you've established in the locker room and the fact that you see Corey Davis out there giving that kind of effort in preseason game one tells me that Robert Sala and that offensive staff, they're beginning to kind of get done what they want to get done when it comes to the culture and the environment and how they want to play. What's your thoughts, especially with this system of flipping it, right? Forever, little guys inside, big guys outside. You can almost flip it and you can have mismatches both ways. You have big guys inside and you have little guys outside. So you got bigger corners trying to match up with your smaller, quicker receivers on the outside. And now you've got bigger receivers in the slot to not only do the dirty work in the run game, um, but now you've got a little advantage if they want to put big guys on you because you can run away from them in there. Yeah, I think that's the next step in in the way that we're seeing the game evolve is the big slot receiver, the big inside receiver. And we've seen it. Michael Thomas, in essence, is a big slot receiver. We have watched uh, Larry Fitzgerald in Arizona, first with Bruce Arians, now um, 
well, I mean, he's technically not playing, but yeah, that yeah. we've seen recently. Him, yeah, we've seen him play as that big slot receiver because it is such an advantage to have that physical presence inside to kind of chip off those defensive ends when you're trying to get to the edges to do some of that dirty work when it comes down on blocking the safeties. If you can find a guy that is big, has great what I call separation skills or post-up ability, but also has a willingness to be a blocker, it's a huge advantage. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's interesting, man. All right, let's, let's get to the Niners. Trey Lance, the two words I wrote down, just raw power. Like, oh, man. dude, that's horsepower, man. Like, just power in the football. Everybody saw the big 80-yard touchdown throw. But there's a couple other throws, one on the move, one in the pocket. I mean, it comes out hot. Now, there's times in some intermediate stuff, he's got to take it off. He's got to touch it up a little bit. It was a little, a little too much juice. But, um, I mean, and I'll get to the fields in a second, but the exciting thing to me, it wasn't perfect, but you could see the physicality of which he throws the football and how strong he is moving around. And I'm like, with him in fields, no no design quarterback run. You're not going to run, run quarterback power in the preseason. You're not having them keep it on zone reads. Like, that's a whole new universe you aren't even tapping into at this point in time. So to see both those guys have success, make some things happen, and know that, like, tip of the iceberg, man. You have, you're have you just scratching the surface. And what, what you see is why Kyle Shanahan was so intrigued by what Trey Lance can do. Because he's looking at his regular offense. He's like, look, man, I got a more – I mean, more physical, more talented quarterback than the guy that I have. And I went to the Super Bowl with the other guy. So no knock on Jimmy Garoppolo, but from a potential standpoint, what could our offense be with a more dynamic weapon at quarterback? And when I look at Trey Lance, and some of this is influenced by the fact that he elected to wear number five. Yeah. To me, it's the young Donovan McNabb thing. And I know – People need to go back and look at Donovan McNabb, the young Donovan McNabb, when Donovan was coming out of Syracuse. Because I think people forget how dynamic Donovan was at Syracuse, running the freeze option and doing those things, and how Philadelphia had a ton of success with Donovan McNabb at quarterback. Yeah. I think Trey Lance plays the game in a way that reminds me of Donovan McNabb in his prime. Physical quarterback, can throw it. There are going to be some of those missteps when it comes to, hey, it's not always going to be like – in the strike zone, but yeah. man, when he is on and wired, like locked in, it's going to be a problem for defenses trying to deal with an offense that has a dynamic quarterback that can hit you with traditional runs and passes, and then the extra stuff that you get from the zone read system. Yeah, I mean, again, I don't even think they're not showing anything in terms of what they can tap into with this dude, and it's already scary. And yeah, and no. so and so then for me, how long? Yeah. How how long how long before how long before it's trade lands time? Like yeah. how long are we gonna play this this song and dance before we like okay, let's, let's well, put the I, guy in. It's like it's like Ferris you've seen Ferris Bueller, right? Yeah. yeah. There's only so many times you you know your dad's out of town, you can watch walk by that sports car without taking that thing out for a <laughs> You know what I'm saying? Like, this is a little too tempting. It's kind of tempting walking by the garage every day and going, Wow, that looks like it'd be fun. Yeah, I'm not. I'm not gonna do it today. No, 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 yeah, no, yeah. nope, yeah. not today. <laughs> uh, how long? And so, going to the next guy, Justin Fields. It yeah. has to be the same. It has to be the same situation, DJ. When when you watch Justin Fields in Chicago, and I put this out there, and, and like it, it's funny the Twitter reaction to things, but I think sometimes we have to remember, like in the talent evaluation business, we're scouting talent, not necessarily technique. And yeah. when you talk about talent. Just raw talent, arm talent, athleticism, height, weight, speed, strength, explosiveness. Yeah. Man, sometimes you can't ignore that stuff. And when you look at Justin Fields and Trey Lance, they are unique specimens. And for me, I believe they will benefit and they should benefit in the evaluation of just look at how talented Josh Allen was. And we could sit there and nitpick and all the other stuff or whatever. Same with Herbert. Same with Herbert. Yeah, Herbert, Herbert, too. We can sit there and nitpick like, ah, I don't like this. I don't like that. But, DJ, there is something. When you have the tools, there is something to saying, yeah, yeah, I understand that. But the tools are such that we have to figure out a way to make this right. And I think for Chicago, the tools that Justin Fields has displayed and has displayed not only in that preseason game, but when you hear people talk about what he's shown in practice, I don't, I don't know, like, why you would kind of, 
delay the process of getting him ready to play and allowing your offense to reach its max potential with someone who is an upgrade athletically and physically over what you already have in the build. So I, I don't think I've ever had, and we talked about this in the run-up to the draft last year, I have four four quarterbacks, my top eight players in this last draft. All four of those dudes, we just talked about all four of them. And, and for fields, I wrote down poison playmaking. You know, we talk about two words, poison playmaking. He, he was very calm. He was very poised. Things break down, whoop, just escape, make things happen. He turned, he turned what are four- and five-yard escape runs for quarterbacks, and those are 20, 25-yard chunk plays. Uh, just easy, just escape and then gone 25 yards. But going back to the four of the top eight players were quarterbacks and the non-quarterbacks that you have in the top eight, Kyle Pitts, who I think is going to be a freak, Jamar Chase, um, Waddle and Devontae Smith. Mm-hmm. Like those are all like legit number one targets type players. And then those four quarterbacks ahead of all the linemen, ahead of everybody else. These all four of these guys, and it's preseason. I'm not reading much into it. I'm just saying those are four low heartbeats. Those are four people. It does not look big at all for any of those four guys. The common denominator, all those guys are Avengers, right? Yeah. Like DJ, we talked about a part of it is being able to assess someone's superpower, right? What are the traits that make them special beyond what normal quarterbacks can do? Is it arm talent? Is it athleticism? Is it the ability to win with these improvisational plays, but what are the special qualities that you can see? And for each of those four guys, we talked about it. Trevor Lawrence had it. Zach Wilson had it. Trey Lance and Justin Fields all had it. And you couldn't question what they had on their tool belt. They all had the ability to do other stuff. And I think sometimes in our business, we can make it really, really hard because we dig down and we drill down or whatever. But sometimes, man, you got to give the big grade just on the talent. And you have to put the onus on the coaches and everybody. Hey, I understand that you would like to have a guy that plays it absolutely perfectly. But what I'm telling you is just from a raw talent standpoint, this guy's a top 10 talent. He's an elite talent. Now, we have to figure out how to maximize how he plays, but the talent is there. And so let's make sure we give the grade for the talent, not just the technique and some of the other stuff that comes into it. So here's where it gets interesting. So we talked about four. Now there's five. There's five quarterbacks. So I had four of those guys in the top eight. Mac Jones, for me, was my 32nd overall player. So it puts him in the first round range. But mm-hmm. I thought there was a gap between those four and him. Now, and Mac got a lot of love for how he played. And you go back and watch it. So the the two words I wrote down were completion collector. That's what he is. He's going to go mm-hmm. out there and collect completions. Now, do I think that Mac Jones could go to any of the 32 teams and have success? No. I think these other four guys translate. Wherever you drop them, whatever NFL city, whatever offense, mm-hmm. whatever team, they can they can play. I thought Mac was a little bit more dependent on his surroundings, but kudos to the Patriots because they know who they are, they know who he is, and it's a good fit because the Patriots are going to be in two back, they're going to be in two tight ends, they're going to run, 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 and then it's, they're going to find themselves in a lot of third and threes and third and twos and third and fours. And they're going to put Mac back there. Sometimes going to be off play action, back foot, ball out. They're going to go empty, let him see the field. He's got great vision. Boom, ball out. He's not – I don't think he's going to be capable of making those wow stick throws, tight window stick throws. He's not going to have to with this team very often. Is he going to be able to create and escape and make things happen? I don't think so, but they're going to run it. They're not going to – he's not going to be under a lot of duress and under a lot of pressure. They had a good offensive line. So, to me, I thought it was – was very efficient he was very accurate there was it was just kind of a, a completion collector style of play he's done he, there's no wow factor there but it, it works it's just kind of it's it's a fit for what they do and he, to be honest with you he he's a better fit right now than cam newton is in this offense yeah as long as they're gonna play the way that they're playing yes he's a better fit here's what i'll say and i wrote something coming off the thursday night when i watched it and i watched it twice and then i went back and i wish i could have amended what i wrote He did collect a bunch of completions, right? But then when I went back and watched it again, they really didn't ask him to do stuff that was very complex or complicated, right? It was a handful of isolation routes, some ABC one, two, three play action passes. It was a couple crossers and those things. And then when you look at the stat line, 13 for 19 for 87 yards. So it's not really a lot of stuff. And I will say... 
this about the five quarterbacks. The difference between Mac Jones and the other guys is I believe the other guys could elevate average playmakers around them because their talent elevates the offense. I think for Mac Jones, the pressure is on the Patriots to make sure that they have playmakers around him that can elevate his game, meaning that they will need to be better at acquiring wide receivers and playmakers because they need to create separation in space. You pointed out that he can't make a bunch of tight window throws because he can, in terms of using his fastball to overpower it. So now those receivers on the outside, they have to win a win right now. Or Josh McDaniels has to be exceptional with his pen. Each and every week, he has to be on his game to dissect the team that they're playing to give Mac Jones advantages when it comes to personnel, tactical situations and deployment, and those things. He absolutely can win at a high level in New England, but it's going to be more of a collective effort between him, supporting cast, and staff, more so than those other guys being able to win at a high level. Yeah, and I will say on the you know on the yards per attempt and all that, he had a fade ball that was dropped. It was a good throw. I mean, it was a good throw. He's a touch a throw thrower. Anyway. He's a touch yeah, thrower. Good, good now, throw. Because I think he people is, think touch and they think swing and shallow crossers. Like, no, he's got touch over the top. No, no. I think what he's mastered is one, I think Mac Jones knows himself really, really well. Mac Jones knows that for him to push the ball down the field, he has to do much like Peyton Manning and some other quarterbacks have to do. It has get to it get up. out get up. and up early <laughs> yeah. and let them run up under it. And people may, well, what do you mean? No, when you don't have the strongest arm, what you have to be able to do is get it out immediately with more height and arc and allow your receiver to be able to run up under it right now. When you have a strong arm like Josh Allen, Josh Allen is the guy in the neighborhood that's like, all right, go past the light pole. Yeah, 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 keep going, keep going. And then he lets it go late yeah. because he has so much arm. Mac Jones has to throw it out on time or even earlier and allow the receivers to catch it coming right out the break, which is different. But he has mastered that skill because he's one of the best at it. You go into your shower feeling tired but as soon as you reach for the irish spring your day immediately gets better that crisp fresh unmistakable irish spring scent zings your brain and awakens your senses so when you finally emerge from the shower 37 minutes later because you pay the water bill so you can stay in there as long as you want you're ready to take on the day and smell great doing it irish spring body wash and bar soap fresh green irish shop now at a store near you Live Nation presents Concert Week. Now through May 14th, get $25 tickets to over 5,000 shows. That's up to 75% off a summer full of your favorite artists like 21 Savage, Alanis Morissette, Cage the Elephant, Celeste Barber, Dirk Bentley, Fade, Hootie and the Blowfish, Janet Jackson, Kids Bop Kids, Megan Trainor, Bissell Puma, Sarah McLaughlin. Get tickets to more than 5,000 summer shows for just $25. Until now through May 14th. Visit LiveNation.com slash Concert to learn more and plan your summer with Sean Paul, Sum 41, 30 Seconds from Mars, oh, and Two Door Cinema Club. What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. We're now joined by three-time NBA Sixth Man of the Year, elite bucket getter. Let's please welcome Jamal Crawford to Point Game, King of the Court one-on-one tournament. If they had it back in your prime, do you think he could have took it all? I'm going to be honest with you. I don't think I could have took it all. But I think I would have shocked a lot of people. I think Kobe and everybody in their prime, Kobe would win a one-on-one contest. Yeah, I, yeah, because you got to think Love he's it. gonna guard. He don't care about guarding. He's gonna guard. He's gonna exactly. guard. Like you see him in the Olympics, <laughs> he's gonna guard. And then on I'm top of that, like that, see that. Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Sam Cassell to Point Game. I remember you came out from crying tears. <laughs> crying tears. I mean, he was in a culture shock. And then his, he's going to withdraw us about winning. Remember what I told you. I said, I said, OG, you think I can get paid and go back and play in college because it ain't it? <laughs> Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hey, this is Jody Sweeten from the podcast How Rude, Tanneritos. As a nostalgic voice from your past, I'm here to remind you that amongst the stressful and chaotic existence we live in 2024, you deserve to get away. It's time for a vacation, no matter when you're hearing this. And let me tell you how you'll get there. The 2024 Hyundai Santa Fe. Want to bring the family to the mountains with the Santa Fe's available H-Track all-wheel drive? Well, 
It's got standard third row seating and available dual wireless charging pads for the kids who just want to stare at their phone and not talk to you. You know what I mean. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Are you tired of your scented cleaning products smelling and cleaning like meh? Then it's time for an upgrade with the power of Clorox Sentiva. With an uplifting scent that smells like coconut, Clorox Sentiva gives you powerful clean like Clorox, but a feeling like <sighs> being transported to a tropical island retreat. Imagine putting your phone on Do Not Disturb, tuning out all the constant, just the feeling of warm sand in between your toes and a fruity drink in your hand. The ones with the little umbrella. Refresh your home to feel like an all-inclusive vacation by getting Clorox Sentiva. Also available in grapefruit and lavender scents at a nearby retail store. Yeah, and look, it's death by a million paper cuts. That's that's the way the Patriots play with Tom. Now, the difference was Tom could have done. Mm-hmm. We saw in Tampa that Tom can get vertical a lot more. They didn't ask him to do that. That's not the way they play. And the early Patriots, and here, here's what I say. The Patriots, that everyone needs to get under, understand what we're – we're going to see the early 2000s Patriots. Yeah. The Patriots that won the game with David Givens and David Patton and Troy Brown and those guys on the outside winning, running the football and winning a bunch of 17, 13, 20, 17, 24, 21 games where the running game defense and the way that they played football, situational yeah. football, enabled them to win a ton of games. He may have to make two or three plays a game to win. Yeah, I, I do think, yeah, it's it's going to be old school, and they are going to – the rest of the league is going to be throwing it all over the place. The Patriots are going to try and beat you up, man. They're going to they're gonna, they're gonna beat you up. They're going to take you in the ring. They're going to try and shrink the game to get into the fourth quarter. And this is what they've always done. You beat yourself. Yeah. They wait for you to crack, and then they seize the opportunity. This is how they won forever. I believe that they've been at one of the best at what we call the DBO game. Don't beat ourselves. Yep. Penalties, turnovers – um, balls flying over it. They don't do those things, and that enables them to win a ton of games. So, a couple other takeaways from some rookies. Uh, watch the Charger game. Watch tape on that one. Um, I know you're playing backups, but you can see movement and stuff like that. Rashawn Slater is so infinitely better than what they've had at left tackle mm. for a long mm. time. Like he is, mm-hmm. it is a major upgrade for that offensive line. It's going to really help Herbert. Um, and then, you know, the, with Sewell. We talked about it earlier with, you know, do you really want to move Walker Little to right tackle? Well, they they moved Sewell to right tackle in Detroit. It's going to be an adjustment, Buck. I mean, he was not comfortable. Mm-hmm. He gave up a sack. Uh, but there was That wasn't, you know, he got overpowered on another play. There's a, there's a couple plays in run game where you can see his explosiveness and you see him maul dudes uh, in the run game. But he was on the ground a little bit too much there as well. I just, I don't know. And I, I and I, look, I know I was a, I was around Baltimore. I came after this had happened, but, you know, they always talked about Ogden played guard his first year before they had to put him at tackle. But, man, for a guy who hadn't played a lot of football um, in Panay Sewell and hadn't played much recently, having him switch over to the right side, I don't I don't know that I like that move. Yeah, it might not have been the best move for him right out the gate. Like, ideally, you want to give your guys the best opportunity to be able to do it. And you want him to be comfortable. And he just doesn't look comfortable right now, right tackle. We'll see if he can eventually get it. But it was a struggle. Uh, I would say Ricky just stood out for me. Uh, there's a reason why we went crazy over JOK, Jeremiah. Yeah, Wilson, I know, Jeremiah. I know. Yeah. DJ, he was a, I mean, a heat-seeking missile. The next guy to be that hybrid second-level defender that can go and make a ton of plays, he was terrific. But let me tell you who else is terrific in that secondary. Richard LeCount. Yeah. Richard LeCount is all everybody over bailed. Everybody, the place. everybody, everybody bailed off that ship, boat. I, 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 Buck, I, hey. I was still, I was still hanging. I got my life jacket on, but I was still holding on, man. So, once again, someone I, I saw him in high school make a ton of plays. I watched him go to college. He makes a ton of plays. He has great instincts and awareness and just a feel for the game. And he, Hey, man, the Cleveland Browns, the Cleveland Browns are going to be a team that we talk about for the next few years because they are talented and they have done a great job of like, I mean, just for whatever reason, these guys fail, right? Yeah. They picked up really good football players and both of those guys stood out. If you remember, now they lucked out 
because JOK had that health scare, right? The heart heart thing that ended mm-hmm. up being nothing. But that's why he was my fifteenth player for crying out loud. Uh, or, or, I mean, unbelievable steal. Richard LeCount at his pro day ran four seven six. And everybody, if you remember, everybody, oh, I told you this guy can't play. Everybody bailed on him. I'm sitting here going, yeah, that's great. His tape's really good. And oh, by the way, when you talk to teams with all the data, the GPS stuff for him is just fine, which is another example. We talked about it a lot in the run-up last year with the draft. Mm -hmm. People are going to be throwing 40s out, man. They've got GPS stuff. So I don't care. He ran four, seven, six. It doesn't matter. He plays a lot faster than that in terms of the percentile. He's in the whatever. 90 90th percentile for for the position or 94th percentile whatever he was yeah you can have your 476 and drop him down your draft board i'll keep him right where he is and dj it just shows and 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 it's one of those things that we always talk about you got to trust your eyes when you look at him and you watch him play and he makes play after play after play after play those guys tend to make plays at the next level and so lecount owusu kormor both of those guys really really stood out to me uh, I can't get enough of just talking about how those guys are able to kind of do what they do. Um, who did I look at? Oh, you talked about Sir, Sir, we Sir, talked How about Sertan? Uh, by the way, Rousseau is funny to me too because that's another one of them that just oh. got beat up, man. Oh. He just got oh. beat up to the process unfairly. Always. Always. And Always. and finishing is a uh, – Rousseau is my 18th player, Buck. The uh, mm-hmm. people – this is my thing. This is going to be a kid that – Eight years from now, after he's been to, you know, a couple Pro Bowls, there's still going to be people on Twitter. He didn't get hit. That wasn't his sack. That was the other guy. He just mopped it up. I'm like, yeah, you know what? Mm-hmm. This guy's been mopping up du- double-digit sacks for seven, eight years. So I- I'm okay with that. They still count. And he's a finisher. That, there's That's a skill. That's a trait. That's a finisher. Oh, he beat up on guards at Miami. I don't care. Last I checked, they still count. They, they still mark the ball where you tackle the guy. I'm all I'm all, I'm all the way in on him because I, I told you he reminded me a lot of Jason Pierre-Paul when I saw yeah. him. The long arms, the length, and those things. And I don't know if it it, it clicked the first year. By the second year, I expect him to be a force because DJ, you just don't find guys who have that kind of athleticism and length that typically don't get it done. And yeah. the fact that I don't care what you say, 15 and a half sacks, and that's a lot of that's I don't a care lot of production yeah. over. Game and and you see it. He has a feel for it. And I think the thing that still resonates with me is when we had a chance to talk to him before he even came out during the fall when he was sitting out and his articulation of pass rushing techniques and maneuvers and how he went about it just felt like he he understood the craft and he was going to be really, really good at finding a way to be a dominant pass rusher technically, which is something that you see each week when you look at Joey Bosa, guys who just have the skill to be able to make it happen. And that's what's funny, too, is people uh, going back to Slater. Oh, who's he playing against with the Rams? They weren't playing against. Yeah, well, you know, he's doing it against Joey Bosa every day in practice. Last I checked, he's pretty good. He's pretty good. Fastballs. He's getting fastballs on a daily basis, which are making him a much better pro. Um, A couple more rookies here to highlight real quick. Uh, Javante Williams. From oh, with, with the Broncos, easy. I mean, it's not hard. Come on, just jump, um, jumped in right away. Well, I think we we might have referenced it a little bit earlier, but Sertan, um, obviously with the pick six, he just looks. There's guys that I. It's kind of a weird word for scouting. I don't know what the word to use. He's beautiful. He's absolutely. <laughs> he looks beautiful out there, man. Like that is how you want a corner to look, move, and play. Like that is. Yeah, yeah that, it, look, it, that looks what's that's what it's supposed to look like. You know, it's funny because, like, it's it's easy when we're looking at corners and, and those things to get caught up in maybe the more dynamic athlete and those things. I think with, with Sertan, I just think he just kind of quietly went about his business and he was so refined that maybe you get bored because you're looking at a guy that is really, really polished. And sometimes we go for upside because it appeared that other guys like, oh, yeah, but he got more upside. But he's just a steady Eddie player. And He's a what you see what you is what you get type player. What you saw at Alabama is exactly what you're getting in the pros, and it just mm-hmm. kind of works. Yeah. No. Um, real quick here, just kind of going around on my tour. I kind of talked about it with a lot of these rookie quarterbacks because I, you know, different places I went. Philadelphia. Um, look, Devontae Smith. He was down for a little bit. He's coming back right now. He's going to be their best receiver. He's going to be their number one receiver. He's as advertised. First one in, last one out. As a worker, he's a pro already. He's going to be really, really good. Um, they're good in the trenches. 
on both sides. They got a lot of depth on the offensive line and the defensive line. Javon Hargrave's going to have a big year. If Josh Sweat can stay healthy, he's going to have a big year. Obviously, you know uh, what you have with, with Brandon Graham and with, with Fletcher Cox. It's a, it's a good group in the trenches. Now, quarterback was not great the day I was there uh, mm-hmm. with Jalen Hurts. It's going to be a little bit you know, of a slog at times. He's going to have to run it a ton, Buck, and I think they know that. And I don't know how much you're going to see that in the preseason, but they're going to, you know, cross your fingers and toes. He can stay healthy, but they got to run him. Yeah, they got to run him. Uh, other reports were good about how he performed and uh, against the, the Patriots and those things. He's a lights on the, guy too. He's a lights on yeah, guy. I think the best thing about Jalen, I think his best qualities are the intangibles. Yeah, and I'm gonna say this, and I said this when he was coming out. To me. He reminds me a lot of Dak Prescott, yep. where it's the entire package. It's just not the individual parts that enable him to be good. It's his connectivity with his teammates. It's his leadership ability. It's all of that other stuff. And then when you talk about the lights, he's a light song guy. When the lights yeah. come on, he tends to rise to the occasion. I just believe he's wired the right way, that he'll find a way to be successful. Now, does that success mean that he's ever going to be a top 10 quarterback? I don't know, but I think he can be a winning quarterback in the league just because his leadership ability and the way that he holds his teammates to a high standard if surrounded by a talented collection of people. He can be very, very successful. Yeah, um, it's going to be interesting to see how that team does see. Uh, you know, again, I think with them and the Jets secondary, how the corner groups come along will be key. The Jets have a really good D-line, too. Once they get Quentin Williams out there um, to put him next to Carl Lawson, they've got a lot of depth up front in the defensive tackle group specifically. So need another end. They've got a lot of young corners they're relying on. Uh, but that defense with Sala, uh, it's a lot of zone. It'll be a lot of off coverage. They'll be able to just kind of uh, um, keep keep from giving up big plays, hopefully, um, and, and go that route, have help over the top when they're up. So um, it'll be interesting to see how that group comes together. Uh, the Ravens, I was out there. It's a deep, deep, deep front seven, man. Lots of linebackers, um, lots of uh, lots of pass rushers. It's a, it's a. They look good, man. There's some teams you go out there and just look at them on the. We we would say in scouting, like look at a team on the hoof. Like how do they all look out there? Like body type wise, all the way across the board, they look like a Ravens team. You know, they're they're long, athletic, physical. Yeah, they they are a talented team. I told you the intrigue for me is on how are they going to use Lamar Jackson. And how often would they put him under center? There's yeah. been that conversation when they put him under center. To me, I think he's a more dangerous threat for them when he is under center. And I think people forget it. Louisville, he went up under center and did the stretch bootleg. Yeah. He did the the, the rollout, uh, come out the back door, use his athleticism as a run pass option on the perimeter. I would like to see him do a little more of that because I think it takes some of the pressure off of him to always have to be the A-plus decision-maker when you're running so much zone read, so much power read. Yeah, and I would buy all the J.K. Dobbins stock you can get your hands on. They're going to run it a ton, as always, and he looks good. I mean, he's just – he's he's their type of guy. I mean, yeah, he's, he's just, just rugged and rough. Rough and rugged. Um, I know Rashad Babin had suffered a little injury. Yeah, he I, was out I, there when I was out there. He's fluid and smooth. He dropped one. He had offsides, a couple offsides penalties today. I was there. But you also saw the fluidity in him making some plays. I, I, I TBD on that one. I think there's a lot of ability in his body. Um, you got to stay healthy, first of all. But that's that's a TBD for me. How about uh, telling Wallace? How's Wallace doing? Um, Wallace made a couple plays, I believe, the day I was there over the top. You know, the guy who went off the day I was there was uh, – you remember uh, Kane, the wide receiver from uh, – Oh, from Deion Clemson, Kane. Deion, Deion Kane, Kane. Deion Kane. which of course everybody always cautions. I guess he's been kind of a preseason wonder, darling, in, uh, I mean, in years he, past. He but does. He does tease. He looked good. I think, good to, I think, I think he, he teased. Go. He teased for a while in Indianapolis. He might have had an ACL. Yeah. It slowed him down the following year. He can go. He he. But he's always been a, a premier talent. Now he yeah. he's been a premier talent since he was in high school. But he has big play bill. I do remember seeing some of the reports coming out of there about him, and they say Sammy Watkins. Sammy Watkins yeah. looking okay. Huh? Sammy's got to just stay healthy, man. Like, you know, he's he's never going to be the guy we hoped he was going to be, you know, that elite premier, premier guy. But he's still physical and tough and strong. And he's got some short area quickness. He's just got to stay healthy, man, and just avoid these soft tissue injuries that have got him over the years. Yeah. Bro, he was my second player coming to that draft. Second. I mean, he's, 
He's, I mean, he's a playmaker. He's a big time playmaker at Clemson. Like he just he had lived up. He has not lived up to that, unfortunately. Well, I mean, but, I don't, I don't, I don't know. Like I, I sat there and watched. Who was it? Tavon Austin, Jaguars. He's, he's I, I took, return I, or whatever. He was. He's, I took a bite out of eighth, that apple too. Yeah, he's what eighth, eighth overall. Yeah, and those things. I mean, sometimes, sometimes it happens. But hey, I mean, guys are nearing. Eight, nine, ten years in the league. I mean, yeah. it's some kind That's of a success. Bad. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like it, it may not be what we wanted it to be, but it's some yeah. kind of success. They get that much. That much appreciate you not mentioning. I appreciate you not mentioning Kevin White. All right, let's uh, let's wrap <laughs> let's wrap wrap this thing up, man. Uh, anything else you want to jump in here before we get out? No, this is great, man. I look forward. Uh, what we got? Another one on Thursday. Yep. We're yep. We're back, about- man. Talk about some of the stuff that's going on. Get ready. Look at some of the preview, some of the, the games, and some of the things that we're following. Yeah, looking forward to it, man. I'm gonna try and get out and see if uh, if I can't get out there to a little bit of that joint practice with the Chargers and the Niners. Uh, see those guys Ooh. go up against it, the Bosa reunion out there. See those guys get after it. Be fun. Yeah, that uh, should be fun. All right, that's gonna do it for us. Appreciate you guys hanging. We'll catch you next time right here on Move the Sticks. You go into your shower feeling tired, but as soon as you reach for the Irish Spring, your day immediately gets better. That crisp, fresh, unmistakable Irish Spring scent zings your brain and awakens your senses. So when you finally emerge from the shower 37 minutes later, because you pay the water bill so you can stay in there as long as you want, you're ready to take on the day and smell great doing it. Irish Spring Body Wash and Bar Soap. Fresh, green, Irish. Shop now at a store near you. Live Nation presents Concert Week. Now through May 14th, get $25 tickets to over 5,000 shows. That's up to 75% off a summer full of your favorite artists like 21 Savage, Alanis Morissette, Cage the Elephant, Celeste Barber, Dirk Bentley, Fade, Hootie and the Blowfish, Janet Jackson, Kids Bop Kids, Megan Trainor, Bissell Puma, Sarah McLaughlin. Get tickets to more than 5,000 summer shows for just $25. Until now through May 14th. Visit LiveNation.com slash Concert to learn more and plan your summer with Sean Paul, Sum 41, 30 Seconds from Mars, oh, and Two Door Cinema Club. Open a limited-time 11-month certificate at Kemba Financial Credit Union. At 5.25% APY, it's more than triple the national average, plus it's a safe and secure way to grow your money. Visit your local branch or kemba.org slash cd for details. Offer expires May 31st, 2024. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. $500 minimum and $250,000 maximum deposit. Advantage status required. Comparison based on bank rate average. Federally insured by NCUA. Asking the right questions can greatly impact your future, especially when it comes to your finances. So if you're looking for a financial advisor you can trust, certified financial planner professionals are committed to acting in your best interest. That's why it's got to be a CFP. Find your CFP professional at letsmakeaplan.org. Hey, have you ever used Cheapo Air? For years, and I really like it. With Cheapo Air, you can book online, use their app, or even over the phone. They've got great prices on over 500 airlines and millions of accommodations. They're my go-to for travel planning. And if you join their Club Miles program, you can earn points to save on the cost of your travel. Book on the app, and you get double points. Sounds like it's time I tried Cheapo Air. Call Cheapo Air at 855-247-3279 or visit CheapoAir.com slash podcast.